What's up, everyone? I'm Garrett. This is Jabin. And we're back with Cross Country Comments episode three. Super excited. Um, first and the second episode did awesome. Um, I'm not going to lie. We were talking about it. And in the second episode, we overanalyzed stuff so far. That it, it was fun, but it just it was the more we listened back, we were like, oh, we spent way too long going on that thing, didn't we? <laughs> because we want to just feel like a normal conversation. And I mean, I feel like the second episode was that. But we kind of got into our heads a little bit too much of, oh, we're recording. And we never wanted to feel yeah. that way. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to try and stay away from overanalyzing and just analyze like we normally do. Definitely. So, uh, super excited. We have a couple topics to talk about today. Um, yes, sir. So, Jabin, uh, if you would like to introduce the first topic. All right, first topic, since I actually know it this time. <laughs> uh, right, we just talked about, okay. Uh, so this time, um, James Gunn's uh, new DC universe. Uh, bye to the Snyderverse, and in comes a new, a new slate of a whole bunch of heroes, but younger. So, but I, but you have more information than I do on, on, this, on this topic right now. But yeah, what we're talking about, James Gunn DC, Garrett hit it. Yes. So, um, as far as James Gunn's DC goes, I, I'm excited because I like James Gunn. Uh, he has done some really good movies and some okay movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously like the Suicide Squad was a great movie. Um, in my personal opinion, well, Peacemaker and all that great movie. Um, I love the, uh, Marvel movies, uh, or I'm yeah. sorry, the Guardians of the Galaxies movies, um, I believe he did both of them, but yeah, he did. Uh, one, the first Guardians of the Galaxy is one of my personal favorites of all time, yeah. as far as the uh, MCU goes. But I was very skeptical, and I still kind of am. But it's not horribly bad because I don't know. I have a little bit of faith in him. Still disappointed that yeah. they did not go hardly anywhere with the DCEU. Um, yeah. Me, me and Javen were just talking about it. There's a YouTube channel called The Film Theorist. Isn't it Film Theory something? Yeah. And uh, I watched a video on like what they could have done with the DC Universe. And it got me hyped for what they could have done. They're not doing it. So a little disappointing, but I'm also hopeful for James Gunn's um, just like direction with this. Javen, what are your thoughts on what it like? as far as what you think he can do and if you're excited or skeptical. Well, first of all, I just want to say, especially with the DCEU, like, even though it had a lot of problems, I was still with it. Like, Man of Steel will always, still, will always still be one of my favorite Superman movies of all time. And that movie really got me into, like, learning more about, like, Kryptonians in general, because by that time I already knew like the comic books. Like I know I know how to write Kryptonian already, but they had different glyphs for this movie. I was like, ooh, and it made me want to dive into their version of Krypton even more because it really like uh, the uh, the story behind it and how and why the planet blew up was cooler. Like I like the I like the uh, uh, the more scientific aspect of it instead of just oh my god the the sun's coming too close, but bang. Um, 
even though there's nothing wrong with it i i, I just like the part that they're using too much of the earth and it just just couldn't handle it anymore i loved it um yeah and the acting was superb from everybody in that movie and it just made me feel invested in it and i like how that set up batman into hating him and donna justice even though it's not one of the greatest you know dc movies i like how they how he set that up to, and that made batman be like really you're gonna kill all these people in new york and you're just not gonna own up to it all right i see how it is i love that um and now that all that is kind of gone and they were building stuff up and the whole Snyder cut and, you know, the Justice League or whatever. Now that James Gunn is in the mix, my first initial response to hearing James Gunn was going to redo everything. I was like, ooh, because <laughs> the last time that a Marvel <clears throat> person tried to jump into DC stuff, we got the first Justice League. Yeah. And it was too goofy because he tried to make it more like the Avengers. And what Joss Whedon did with the, with the Avengers for 1 and 2 was amazing, but it won't translate when Snyder already built something, built, like, its own foundation already, which is based off of, like, darkness and, like, uh, more... Yeah, I guess, I guess that's the only way to put it, is just more darkness. And it's not really, like, lighthearted. And when Joss Whedon just came in with all the bright lighting and everything, it just fell out of place. Um, and that, and see, and that's one thing that I'm worried about for uh, DC is that I know that James Gunn is able to make some dark stuff because su- the the newest Suicide Squad, it it's it can be very dark. Even oh, Peacemaker yeah. was dark. Um, so I know that he's able to like you know make sure everything's all good. I'm just worried that is going to have too much comedy because now i'm used to dc being the serious one even with the comic books is all serious like there's barely any anybody that's joking around if i'm being honest especially with the newer comics coming out not a lot of people jump around anymore so i don't know i'm, I'm interested to see see where the, the uh, i'm interested to see where this goes but I'm still really worried about a main Marvel person being the head of uh, DC content right now. Yeah, I can I can see where you're coming from with that. But I don't know. I, we're both skeptical, but I feel like we both have a little bit of hope. Um, oh, hold on. Oh, I had to sneeze and it's, yeah, it left the building. Um, oh. Anyway. <clears throat> So I have some of the projects that he announced uh, yesterday. As we're recording this, this was announced yesterday. So of the projects that he is making currently, the first one that he announced got my attention massively because it it doesn't feel out of place. But when he said younger Justice League and younger heroes, I didn't expect where I think this is going. Is he doing, like, Young Justice? <sighs> yes. Not really. What? So so when I say Younger Heroes, kind of. It's hard to explain. Let, let me just... So the first thing that he announced is called Batman the Brave and the Bold. Hence, you know, yeah. the old Batman stuff like that. But it's Batman the Brave and the Bold with Damian Wayne's Robin. Oh. 
So, and and James Gunn came out and said he's always been a fan of Damian Wayne's Robin. Definitely. And I'm don't get me wrong, so am I. But my my thought process is like, okay, to have Damian Wayne's Robin, you need a Batman who's older at this point. Just a little bit. Exactly. And so, I mean, if they're all playing us for a ruse and they bring in Batfleck again and have him have Damian Wayne, I honestly yeah. would, would enjoy that. I would enjoy that quite a bit. Um, but, you know, it's <sighs> kind of wishy-washy because Damian Wayne is a very hard subject to cover if you don't have a super refined Batman already. Yeah, and and not only a super refined Batman, but a super refined uh, already a Batman sidekick other than him. Because Damian Wayne has always had someone to look up to, whether it would be like Tim Drake or the biggest one, Dick Grayson. Uh, shoot, even Barbara at one point. Like there was always someone that was like looking over him when Batman couldn't in 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 some ways. So I I want to see how this plays out. Yeah, no, me too. I'm I'm super excited for it, but I'm also fairly hesitant. And they also mentioned, sorry, I'm reading on my phone for anyone watching the video. Uh, it says that the movie will also feature other members of the extended Batman. Okay, so so we'll probably have Dick Grayson then. I I would assume so, and kind of hope so because he's one of my favorite Robins. But, he's um, my favorite. Yeah, I, either that. Or this is the storyline where, forget if Tim Drake or Dick Grayson took up the mantle of Batman, and Damian Wayne took up the mantle of Robin. Mm, that'd be cool if Dick was Batman. Yeah. I, I remember one of them was Batman while he was Robin at one point in the comics. Can't remember. But, mm. so that was the first one. A little hesitant, but also kind of excited because that's a very interesting take to start the new DC Universe on. Um, it, mm, I, I get, I get the whole like we don't need another origin story, but if you're rebooting a whole universe, I feel like we need some kind of or I don't know, cause, cause I can't just jump into the character while he's already in mid, uh, in mid Batman, cause this, this is why I like Robert Pattinson's Batman. Even though we jumped in on him after like a couple years of him being Batman, we jumped in on him on a really uh, on a really vulnerable spot for Bruce. That's why I like the Batman so much is because we jumped in on him when he wasn't ready to be uh uh be Batman all the way. Like I love that. With this one, like you said, if he's going to be running into Damian Wayne, we don't know this Batman. Like, we know the general outlook of what a Batman looks like, but we don't know this Batman. And that's kind of what bothers me, is that with all the other Batman movies, we had some kind of origin. Like, even with uh, Christopher Nolan's Batman, the greatest Batman, if in my opinion, we had a whole journey with him, and all the movies that he made were gold. Um, so I don't know. I'm I'm skeptical about this one because I don't I don't want to I don't want them to 
be like a have like a rush movie, like an animated one, like an animated one, and I don't want them to make it feel like Titans film because Titans yeah. threw you into a universe where it was like, oh, everyone's already here, which in a sense was cool, but once they brought up Batman, I don't like Titans Batman. Because in the first season, it showed him in like shadow form and stuff, and he was terrified, and it was awesome. But yeah, as soon that's as it, sick. Yeah, as soon as it got to like season two, and it actually showed him, I was like, that is not how you do Batman. Like, I get you want Bruce Wayne in the show, but that is not how you do it. Nope. So, I just, I don't know. I, I'm excited, but a little skeptical. A little bit. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's let, let, Let's just see, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So the second one, and there's not too much information on this one as far as I've seen, um, but it's called Superman Legacy. Yeah. So that, that second one is the reason why I get the feeling that it's going to be younger heroes, not a younger version of Superman, but like a young Justice-type Justice League. Because the name Superman Legacy implies, okay, Legacy either, um, oh gosh, my brain faded for for a second, either Superboy or one of his sons, or it it implies that there's more than one. So Mm. how are you going to do that when you're rebooting a universe? I don't see how... It says that it's not an origin story when it's going to be an origin story. Here's, here, here's an article that I put up. Okay. This, this is what it says. Superman Legacy will not be an origin story, but listen to this. But will focus on Clark's struggle to balance his superhero life with his human one. The story will explore Superman being a beacon of kindness in a world that believes kindness is old-fashioned. How is not? How is that not an origin story? That is Superman's origin story. It's to try to find that balance of kindness and truth and justice in the American way, and people are noticing it. That's his origin story. And how is that oh. not basically just Man of Steel? <laughs> Like, it it has the same basic premise as Man of Steel. He, I mean, was he newer to the whole Superman persona? Yes. But, like, it wasn't, I don't know, it's, it's almost like he, it's the same premise of finding hope and finding all this in a world where everyone's mean and untrustworthy. It's... I'm going to tell you every single Superman version I know, live action. Christopher Reeve, he showed up, he stood for truth and justice in the American way. That's how everyone knew him, right? Mm -hmm. I know The Adventures of Lois and Clark, you haven't watched that one. I freaking love it. Dean K. Superman was, uh, he was more like a detective kind of reporter, but he always uh, saved people, and people knew that they could always depend on Superman. So he was dependable. Uh, Man of Steel. Man of Steel, he was a beacon of hope when hope seemed lost. That's the thing. And then for um, for uh, the new Lois and Clark show, 
Ah, yes. That one. Um, Tyler something. Forget his name. Yeah, him. His uh, his Superman is uh, the same thing as Dean Kane Superman. He's always dependable. So they all ha- kind of have the same origin story. So how are you going to say you're not going to make an origin story and try to base it on what their whole motivation is? How are you going to build a motivation without making an origin story? Mm-hmm. I don't see how you can just jump into Superman and act like he already done a year about this and he's still trying to be a beacon of hope and kindness. Yeah. No, it's... I guess it's something we're going to have to see how they do it because they've just only released the title. So we all we can do right now is speculate. So, I mean, we'll see what happens with that one. Um, there's another one. It's it's right here. And I don't know hardly... I don't know any of these heroes, but it's called The Authority. Oh, shoot. I don't think I know any of those heroes, so I don't have much to say on this. My dad had some of these comic books, so we're, we, I don't know who it's going to be, but there's a whole bunch of people that he can pick. You know you know that one team, I forget their name, in, uh, in Marvel Comics, they were like Thunder something? Thunderbolts? Thunderbolts, thank you. Thunderbolts? You know how there's like a whole bunch of people that joined the Thunderbolts at some point in the comic books? Yeah, it's like Marvel's version of Suicide Squad almost. Y- y- yeah, but that's what this is. Oh. So there's a whole bunch of people that could be in it, like Spartan, uh, Zealot, uh, Apollo, uh, uh, Elijah Snow, um, J- uh, Wagner, Backlash, Hellstrike. There, there, there's Warblade. There's a whole bunch of people that can be a part of the Wild Storm, because the Wild Storm is supposed to be the, the, the try to be like the anti-heroes. Like, yeah. that's the whole point of the Wildstorm characters. So there, there's, there could be a whole bunch of people. So that I'm actually excited for, because you can't really mess that up, because there's no actual foundation to that kind of story. So he can put his own on there, and I'm, I'll be excited for that. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm interested to learn more about that. Um, yeah, but it's, it's like a more super-powered Suicide Squad. Okay. That sounds pretty interesting. Um, yeah. next one is Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. So, this could go one of a few ways. I'm so scared. <laughs> so, this could go the way of, if this is a seasoned Superman that we're getting in Superman Legacy, and they want to make the all the stories connected, which it sounds like they do, um, if this is a seasoned Superman, he can actually have time with Kara because if this is it, the name of it is Woman of Tomorrow. So what if this is right when she comes out of the Phantom Zone and knows nothing about Earth, nothing like that, um, is still like a teenager-ish younger girl, and Superman has to train her in the ways of using her power. That could kind of be interesting because that has not had a really good take and a really good representation in media, like ever. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you on that. Superman, Batman, Apocalypse, the animated movie, Ooh, they okay. did that Supergirl line so 
perfectly to where she was taken over by. I love how she all of a sudden landed on Earth. Uh, Batman finds her. He's skeptical of her. He 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 doesn't want her around. Superman try, d- does his best to uh, teach Kara about the world. You even see them go shopping, and she's wearing something she shouldn't be wearing. Like it's fun, but then all of a sudden, you see how vulnerable she gets, and she gets taken over by Dark Side when you don't you when you don't expect it. So I I love the Superman Batman Apocalypse one. That was they did the Kara story very well. I loved it. I have not seen that in a very long time, so I'm gonna have to rewatch that. Rewatch it, and you'll and you'll be like, okay, they can do it right, and that's yeah. what I'm hoping for. Because as soon as I saw Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, and the Learning the World, obviously Darkseid doesn't have to show up, but I'm just saying that they had a really good storyline for Kara's character in that mm-hmm. movie. And now that I know that can happen, they better not. Take notes from the CW show. <laughs> no, I'm right there with you. I watched the first yeah. maybe two seasons of Supergirl, and then I was like, mm, I think I'm done. It, um, it was so all over the place. Yeah. Now, out of all of them, the Brave and the Bold Batman had me probably the most excited and intrigued. This is the second most incited, excited and intrigued topic that I saw. And it's it's just called Lanterns. Oh my god. And the picture that I'm seeing here, and it's posted by uh on an Instagram page by a person who covers a lot of movies and like DC Marvel stuff. And it shows a picture of an older Hal Jordan and uh John Stewart. And a young like a younger-ish John Stewart. Okay, okay. They better not mess this up. Mm, they've already botched one Green Lantern. They, they, no, no. I actually stand by Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern. A lot of people hate that one. I actually love that one. All the reasons why you don't like it, I love it for that reason. Well, okay. I'm going to interject real quick. Okay. I liked okay. his Green Lantern. His Hal Jordan, I enjoyed thoroughly. The CGI was not great. The CGI suit was okay it looked like it had veins running all through it like that that's the coolness of it everyone had their own unique style still and it was it was showed the muscle that was powered through his will like that the will came from his body and it's glowing through his body when it was started dimming that showed his will going down when it was glowing he had will like, you could tell that dude had some willpower. I, I love the representation of the suit. The CGI, I don't care. I thought it was amazing. The it, The fight scenes made it real to me. I loved it. I loved everything. But I loved that his suit was glowing when you knew he had all the will that he can carry. And especially when he was in Oa and it was beaming. Oh, so you got to look into this stuff, bro. It, it's, I, it's, it's too good. It's too good. I mean, I've seen all of what we're talking about, but... I guess I'll have to rewatch a lot of it. Yeah, <laughs> but no, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that you, what you're saying isn't valid. I'm uh-huh. just saying, in my opinion, Green Lantern was a fantastic movie. In my opinion, a lot of people hate on it. Even Ryan Reynolds hates it. I freaking love it. It's it's one of my favorites. But I do agree, they can do way better. I oh will, yeah, I will agree with you. And this will. Oh my god. And and since this is going to be a TV show. It's gonna have the potential of being better. Wait, Since Lanterns we'll is gonna be a TV time. show? 
Yep, I found uh, I found another article after <laughs> after yours is up. <laughs> Man, I did so, a little bit of research. You're doing research as we go. <laughs> well, that, that's that's what I like to do. So so uh, the Superman movie, the Authority, the Brave and the Bold, Supergirl, and this other movie that I won't talk about yet until we get to it are movies. Lanterns is part of the TV show part. Oh. So Lanterns is going to be a television show. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm really excited. But one thing that I don't want to happen is Greg Berlanti putting his CW-ness on it. Uh-huh. Like, Greg, Greg Berlanti, like, he, he did stuff before the CW. Like, he is, like, he's close to being the, uh, the Kevin Feige of DC. Um, but when it came to having the CW shows and he saw that he had a lot of um, good reviews for Arrow and Flash when mm-hmm. they were the hot top when they stuff. When they were really good shows. Right, when they were really good, then he went into the CW was like, okay, I like this, I like this, I like where this is going. And then, obviously, we know that it crashed and burned. Um, and I don't want him to translate, like, that CW-ness in, like, Spartan's character into this Lanterns TV show, so... Yeah. No, I'm... We shall see. I'm right there with you. I have high hopes for this one, but not high enough to, like... I don't know, be too disappointed. Uh, they they need a lot of willpower for this one. Yeah, they do, and no fear. Um, no fear. <laughs> all right, so next one, I believe we have one, two, three, four, three or four left. So mm-hmm. one of the ones, the next one that I'm seeing here is a Booster Gold movie. A uh, TV show. Okay, that is a TV show. I am kind of honestly excited because this is one character and and property that they can kind of go Marvel-ish with. Yeah, and when yeah. I say Marvel-ish, I mean with the comedy and with the humor and with all that kind of different stuff. Because Booster Cold is a funny character. Yeah. Um, when him and Blue is. Beetle team up in a lot of things, it is some of the best dynamic duo stuff that DC has as far as comedy goes. Um, yeah, agreed. So I don't know. I'm excited to see what they do. I don't know any details about it. Uh, if they're going to introduce Booster Gold, I, then they better explain time travel correctly. Yeah. This fool is in the 25th century, so it it would be cool if like him and like the reverse like he his bad big bad was could be like the reverse flash or something like that i don't know they 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 better just do the time travel correctly because i don't because my thing is i'm very picky when it comes to time travel and if you explain it then i got it if you don't explain it then it doesn't make any sense yeah so so yeah I'm, i'm i'm excited for that one just make sure that they explain time travel correctly yeah no i agree i agree um, so we're going to run, th- I think we're going to run through these last few just real quick because we've been harping on it for a bit, but, um, but we harped on the really, really big ones. So I'm glad we did that. Um, these next ones are, are good and big, but I don't, I don't know. I, I don't have a lot of knowledge on a lot of these. So, uh, the next one is the swamp thing. Oh my God. Okay. That is, that's a movie. I cannot 
wait. Anything with Swamp Thing, I am in. I don't know a ton about Swamp Thing, so I can't really interject here. All, all I'm going to ask you to do is read the Darkest Night comics of Swamp Thing. Dude, the Swamp Thing is so crazy in, the, in, uh, in Brightest Day and Darkest Night. Read those, you'll see what I mean. Okay. Uh, I'll take a look. I'm I'm intrigued by that one, to say the least. Yes. Um, so the next one, I'm honestly not too excited about. Um, okay. It's just called Waller. Okay. TV show. I'm excited. Reasons. James Gunn. Mm-hmm. And TV show. We see it where Peacemaker... Yeah. Um, Waller, she's automatically a badass. That's true, but she's also a horrible person. Which makes it even better. Okay. Okay, here's, okay, elements for a TV show, especially if you're doing something something hero-esque. The hero's good, they try to do something good, they look like they failed, they eventually triumph. Right? Yeah. We ha- we don't have a hero, but we have someone that believes that they're doing the right thing for the fate of the world. Now we get to see a show where morality is being cut like a cake. Mm. And we see how she uses her selective morality to do the best for her world. Because her morality is selective. She selects when to care and when not to care constantly. So I would love to see a great morality tale told through Waller. If I'm being honest, I want, I, I've always wanted to see more Waller. Every time she showed up in movies or TV shows, I wanted to see more of her. Just, just to see like where her brain was at. Like I love the dynamic. I love the unsureness that I know of of her character. I'm not sure of what she's going to do. And I don't know what she believes in. And I love that. So I can't wait to see her her moral compass, you know, jump around all over the place and see who gets affected by it. That's it's a good intriguing. point. It's gonna be a different show for sure. I'll say that. Yeah. I I, I expect it to be a way darker show. I know oh, yeah. this needs to be like a whoa, like chill out kind of show like oh i i can't wait to see what she does i i, I just can't <laughs> uh that's fair uh so the last yeah, the fact that viola davis is doing it oh. oh he's bringing her back oh viola davis she she's she's good in everything so like wasn't she she was the waller in suicide squad right yeah okay so so that's what i'm saying like and seeing her come back like come on bro yeah agreed so this next one, I don't have a lot of context for, but the picture I have here intrigues me a little bit. It's called okay. Paradise Lost. Wonder Woman TV show. I'm in. So from the picture I'm seeing here, it looks like the Amazons um, versus almost Atlantean looking guy. Oh my God. Now, now I'm not 100% sure. It may just be against mortal men. But it looks like Atlantean type guys. I will be so happy if they do that. 
and the what I have it says that's gonna be like a like a like a in the style of Game of Thrones, which I'm so excited for because the look of Game of Thrones is amazing. The way they're especially their production and the costumes and everything like that. So if they're doing if it says a Game of Thrones esque kind of look, I'm in. And that it's gonna focus more on the actual political society of Famous Gera. That's something that we've never seen. We've just seen just Zeus be like, here, have some clay, and then Wonder Woman. We finally get to see like what it's like to live in Themyscira without the comics telling me. Because I know what the comics say. But in actual, like, uh, TV media, we actually get to see how Themyscira uh, runs. And and I, uh, I just can't wait, because this is supposed <laughs> to be more on the political game of it and how, how a society of women uh, is in an order of power. I want to see that. Yeah. It, it, it interests me greatly. It does make it, it make me laugh a little bit though, because when you mentioned that, all I could think of was that, yeah, in every Wonder Woman piece of media, all we've known about Themyscira is Themyscira, women only, and that's all we knew. Exactly, and 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 it's going to be cooler because this is going to be before Diana's time, so we actually get to see Themyscira, um, at at their best when they're not focusing on uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah. And they don't have Wonder Woman. That's true. So, That's going to be interesting. I'm really excited about this one. So, the last one that I see here, and it, there's only one, two, I'm sorry, two characters that I recognize. And it's called Creature Commandos. And the two characters that I recognize here are Weasel from yeah. Suicide Squad movie and um, Rick Flagg Sr. Yeah. So them two, and then I think there's like a Dracula-esque and a Frankenstein-esque character in it. But mm-hmm. it looks like a new version of like Suicide Squad, but I think it might be animated? No, it's definitely animated. This is gonna. This is the first. This is the only animated series announced right now. Mm. Is Creature Commandos, and it's gonna feature Weasel, uh, GI Robot, Bride of Frankenstein, who is the protagonist, uh, Eric Frankenstein, Doctor Fosor, uh, uh, Phos- Phosphorus, <laughs> Phosphorus. Name. Yeah, Phosphorus. Thank you, Nina uh, uh, Mazurki. And uh, Rick Flag se- uh, Sr. Mm-hmm. And it's going to have the same actor, but he's going to uh, do do the voice. Oh, okay. Good deal. So, so yeah. So, yeah, that, just like a, that's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's like a, a remake on the Suicide Squad almost. Yeah. Yeah. So, fun things coming out from James Gunn. Definitely some skepticism and some uh, excitement. I'm really worried about this. Superman movie. I'm so scared. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm more worried about It's funny, the two things I'm most excited about are the things that I'm most worried about. It's Lanterns and the Batman movie. Those are the You're two worried things. about Lanterns? A little bit. Like you said, I do not want them to DC it. 
or I'm sorry, to uh, yeah. CW it. I knew it was two letters. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm scared about that one, too. But super excited. Uh, we'll see what happens, I suppose. Um, yeah, definitely. We shall wait. Yeah. Okay. So that is cl- a closed book on what we know about James Gunn's DC future so far. Um, yep. So we're going to go ahead and move on to the second topic here, which we won't spend quite as much time on. but. We wanted to mention it because it is something that we both very much enjoy. Um, and that is the different upcoming Star Wars games that have been announced. And we want to talk about it, but I think we're both also very aware that when Star Wars as a general um, brand has a has an ability to announce a lot of games and then only deliver on a few of them. Yeah. They have a history of that. So... Yeah. Um, I'll just go through the list I have here, and we'll just give our thoughts on what we want to expect, slash what we already know. Um, So the first one is very obvious, and I've been hyped since I heard it was announced. And that's Jedi, or I'm sorry, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Cal Kessis, we love him. We love love. We love um, Fallen Order. This is going to be great. We know. Yeah. Like, there's not a whole lot to say about that. It's going to be an amazing game. Like, Cal Kestis is one of my favorite Jedi or Star Wars characters in the last five years. Agreed. So, not much to say about that. Super excited. Mechanics are always great. But... And 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 it's canon, which makes it even better. So... So... Super excited about that. So the next one is one that I've not heard a ton about, but that's Respawn Star Wars FPS. And I'll just read the short um, descriptions that it has along with each of them. It says, announced alongside uh, Star Wars Jedi sequel, which is big. If it's announced along Star Wars Jedi Survivor, you know it's probably going to happen because that was a big panel. Uh, A new first-person shooter Star Wars game is also uh, coming from Respawn Entertainment. Not much has been revealed about this game yet, but we do know Peter, I cannot pronounce his last name, will serve as director. Hirschman. Yes, Hirschman. Uh, he previously worked on a huge number of Star Wars games, including the original LucasArts Battlefront titles, which, amen, brother, that is, oh my gosh, such great games. Battlefront 2, specifically the old one, was my jam as a kid. And then... The first Battlefront, the best. Mm. And then, I mean, even the remakes, the first Battlefront remake was awesome. I got so much hate, and I'm still playing it. Yeah, it is incredible. The second one got a lot of hate because of the loot boxes. They eventually fixed it, but the damage had been done. Um, Definitely. So, oh, the sneeze is back. Oh my gosh, it's gone again, I swear. All right. <laughs> I was really having hope for you, too. Dude, it's like, ah, the more I think about it, the faster it goes away. Um, uh, Anyway, and it also says that he's responsible for multiple Lego Star Wars games, incredible games as well. The Force Unleashed, which was awesome. As well as shooters like Medal of Honor and Mercenaries uh, Playground of Destruction. So very big, very good titles. Um, this better be the best first-person shooter 
Star Wars game of all time if they're trying to hype it up like that. Yeah. I better I better see some I better see some Clone Wars characters or, <laughs> or somebody I, I need to see somebody in, in like Rebels or something like that if this this is good. Like like shoot. I need Chopper like running along beside me. <laughs> that would be awesome. If they're hyping this up, like like I okay, obviously we don't know when this when in the timeline this is gonna be in. We don't even know if it's gonna be like a battlefront thing. We don't know, you know, if it's gonna even have a story mode, which it probably will. But the best point to have a the two best points to have a Star Wars FPS game, and I hope they don't do it in one timeline, is either obviously Clone Wars era or the Galactic Civil War era. I don't want them going into the Resistance versus the First Order era unless it's some hardcore stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I, okay, here's the thing. I don't mind the Resistance in the First Order. If anything, I was rooting for it in Episode 7. But I, if you're going to go into the Disney side of stuff, I need some hardcore stuff that I've never seen before and make me fall in love with that character or make me want to protect that character that I'm playing as. So. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm right there with you. It has to be good. It has to be very, very good. Yeah. Um, so uh, I got a few more to run through here. Uh, Bit Reactor Star Wars strategy game. Uh, in development at the brand new Bit Reactor studio, this Star Wars strategy game is one of three in development Star Wars titles EA announced. January 2022. Side note, I don't trust EA entirely with Star Wars titles. Um, they have been very shoddy with good and bad games. Um, it says it's being made in collaboration with Respawn and former XCOM art director George Force. Yep, last name. Uh, leads the studio. That yeah. one. Uh, with extensive work in turn-based tactics, the studio could also could uh, let's see. The studio could head in that direction with Star Wars, but it remains unclear as of now. I've not played a ton of turn-based strategy games, but the few that I have played, like the Midnight Suns one that just came out, um, I've actually seen pretty good reviews on that game. So the fact that if they are able to make a Star Wars game in that story-based turn style game with that like amazing story and awesome characters to put in it i'm in again if they're hyping this up i better have a whole bunch of characters that i want oh yeah like and and if and if they're gonna do the disney thing again again like try to get into the resistance first order they need to make that good like undeniably good yeah so so you're gonna be a whole lot like i'm excited about it but you're gonna be a whole lot more excited about this one than i an unexpected new game from heavy rain and detroit become human developer quantic dream the upcoming star wars eclipse is set in the high republic era this is an unexplored period in star wars lore at least for video games and Quantic Dream's unique gameplay style and narrative style could make it vastly different from other Star Wars games. The studio has been experiment or experiencing its own share of problems recently. However, with lawsuits alleging poor treatment, it's not clear how far along a clip is. 
Okay, here's why Star Wars Eclipse is already a 10 out of 10. Every single Quantum Dr- Quantic Dream game, every single one, whether you like them or not, including Detroit Become Human, is so interactive to where they force you to be immersed in the world. You need games like that. And with something as vast as Star Wars, it's going to be really easy to do, especially with fans that have been, you know, into Star Wars for for so many years like you and I. But what makes it even better is that I've been collecting High Republic comic books. So the fact that they're making a High Republic game and is made by Quantic, uh, Quantic Dream... Forget about it. Bro, day one. True, true. That, that's uh, probably one game I might actually think about pre-ordering. That's fair. If, if it actually comes out, yes. No, it's going to come out. <laughs> it, it better. Oh my god, they're going to get like a stern talking to the <laughs> force. Oh, you know, oh boy, you're going to pull it. You're going to... I want that game. You're going to pull a Darth Vader in the hallway scene if they don't make it. I want that game. (laughs) See, that's what I'm saying. They're hyping this up. I want it. Like, this is how they want me to feel. And then if it's not that. Yeah. But but no, no. I have have all kinds of high hopes for, for Star Wars Eclipse. Oh, my God. I want it so bad. That's fair. So one that we don't really have to talk about is the Knights of the Old Republic remake. Again, this is another remake they're doing. Knights of the Old Republic is incredible. Um, going to be awesome. Not much else to say about it. I have both of them on my Switch. I love it. Move yeah. On. Uh, so the next one is Star Wars Hunters. Developed by Zanga. Star Wars Hunters is another unique take on the franchise, but this time... It's coming only to mobile devices and Nintendo Switch. A third-person arena action game, Star Wars Hunters lets you play a wide variety of character archetypes, including Stormtroopers, Jedi, and Wookiees. A Hunters Hunters of the Outer Rim uh, competition will run alongside the game, offering rewards for the most dedicated and skilled hunters in the galaxy. Dude, guess when they came out with this announcement? When's that? 2020. Oh, no, no updates then. Guess when the game was supposed to originally come out. 2022. When in 2022? November. Uh, April? I have no clue. January. Oh, boy. They pushed it to April. They pushed it to November, December-ish. They pushed it all the way back to 2023. I pre It's free, but I pre-ordered it on my Switch a long time ago when that campaign was up. I signed up for everything. And then it was gone from the eShop. Oh, so it's not happening. And then it came back, but then it says I can't pre-order it because it uh, is going to come out in 2023. Oh my gosh. So, Z- Zynga made a lot of great games growing up when I was little. hmm But if they're having this much problems 
with a mobile game, and that's their thing. Yeah. I, uh, I Skeptical. This better be good. Yeah. This better be good. I'm right there with you. Okay. The, the, if, if it's being pushed back, <clears throat> it better be innovative. Yeah. So, last two, this first one is the one I'm most excited for. Ubisoft's yeah. Star Wars project. Announced as EA's exclusivity period for the Star Wars franchise came to an end, Ubisoft's The Star Wars Project is currently known, or as it's currently known, is in development at Massive Entertainment, the same studio behind The Division and its sequel, which I love those games. Uh, like those games, this Star Wars game will make use of the Snowdrop engine and will be set in an open world with a focus on narrative. Given that we have seen nothing of the game yet, it remains to be seen how it will actually when it will actually release. So, an open world Star Wars game with a narrative drive sounds a little bit like Fallen Order, but at the same time, if they can make it completely open world instead of oh, just here's a few worlds, then that would be incredible. I don't want them to have too much on their plate because it's going to end up being as big as the Lego Star Wars Skywalker saga in terms of vast open worldness. And it's going to end up being like The Last of Us Part 2 uh. in terms of story. That's That's why I'm really scared. Yeah. Especially since they're collaborating with Disney heavily with this one. I I, I get that Star that Disney owns Star Wars, but Disney kinda like backs up for some stuff, like you guys know what to do. But if Disney is hands on with this one Yeah. I really want to be excited for it because I am the person that you want when it comes to narrative games. I am that person that like looks for every nook and cranny for more story. Yeah. I'm I'm obsessed. That's, uh, yeah, we're going to have to just see how that one goes and when they reveal more stuff about it, because we have no, hardly any information on it. Um, Ubisoft, Dude, I totally messed you up. <laughs> you were so hype until now. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. Now that you've said that, Ubisoft has made some really good open world games and some really not very good open world games. No, dude. Oh, Assassin's Creed. Amazing. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. they, they can do it, but Disney has, has okay. agendas. Yeah. It's like that, man. Yeah. So, the last game on this list is Skydance New Media Star Wars Project. Amy Henning, best known for her work on the Uncharted series, has a new studio called Skydance New Media that has already okay. landed some big projects with Disney. Alongside, uh, aside from a Marvel game, a new one that they announced, uh, the studio is set to make uh, game set in Star Wars, a game set in Star Wars universe. Described as a cinematic action adventure with an original story, this will be Skydance's second announced project after a Marvel game that de debuted at the uh, 2022 D23 Expo. And here's, here's why I'm excited. This girl, she did Uncharted and Jack and, da and, Jack and Daxter. So, oh my god. Second, I heard a little leak about this one. Do you want to hear it? I do. Okay. So, there was a leak. 
and it's unconfirmed, but it's still a leak that they were bringing it back towards this uh, this big thing that happened in the Rebel Alliance era called Project Ragtag. Uh, and it was like a, it was like a, Project Retag was like a game or whatever, but it was in the Rebel Alliance or whatever. Yeah. So that's why I'm really excited if we're going to get an original story with the Rebel versus the Empire. It's going to be so good. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm super excited for it because I, I didn't, I, I played through the first two Uncharted games and they are incredible. Um, yeah. And I mean, just games like that, I enjoy. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn, Uncharted, games like that, the third person kind of climbing and the action and, you know, like Tomb Raider, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. I've always, I mean, even Last of Us. I've loved yep. games like that for a long time. So if they're able to do this one right with an original story, maybe some cameos of some characters we know, some brand new characters, they could just blow this out of the water in a good way. Yeah, definitely. So super excited for what they have planned for the games. Who knows how many of them will actually come to pass. But <laughs> True. Uh, rest in peace, Republic Commandos. Uh... <laughs> I'm mad because that's one of my favorite games of all time. Like I, I rebought it on my Switch and I still play it. Like it's Republic Commando is such a good game. It has such a good narrative story and it's intense. And I love that because you don't get a lot of that intensity in the Clone Wars era, except if you watch the show. Well, but, I mean, like, man, Republic Commandos, that Republic Commandos two game was the one that was canceled, right? Yeah. That's right, and, and that's why, and that's why I'm mad that they stopped production on that because I was like, oh man, I was so excited for that because I wanted to see where, uh, where everybody else was at this time, or like if you had a team still, or if you were like on your own, or if you get to play the other guys. Like I really wanted to, really go go more into it because like I, I felt like, I felt like they left me on a cliffhanger with the game. Like there could have been like way more. So yeah, no, I, I, oh, man, I get what you mean. But I, I suppose we'll just have to wait to see which one of those actually comes to light. Because, I mean, we were even skeptical skeptical about Jedi Fallen Order when they announced that. We were like, mm, are you sure they're actually going to make it? And then when we saw the first trailer, it was like, whoa, that's and awesome. they up to the hype. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm playing through it for the second time right now. It's incredible. Yes, sir. Sneezes back. And it's gone again. I... <laughs> Damn, bro. Dude, my eyes are watering. I gotta sneeze, but it's just like... It's it's playing take, take backsies with me. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense, and I don't care. Um, But, nah, super excited for what they're doing with that. Um, But we'll see, I suppose. See what Star Wars games actually come out in the next two years definitely so that's pretty much all we had as far as i know uh any final words uh not really just uh oh uh a quick announcement for a little something that we're gonna do uh thankfully 
we came up with this new idea and it's gonna start on uh, Monday so right after uh, this is posted um, we're gonna have uh, a segment called multiverse comments yep and basically we're gonna go into uh, each phases of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and see which ones we like what we don't like we're gonna rate them and stuff like that and we're gonna go go through each movie and each episodes when it comes to shows as well so we're gonna do like little breakdowns and how we feel about them stuff like that so please stay tuned to that uh it is gonna be still available on youtube and all the uh, all the places you you know listen to podcasts or whatever but it's gonna be monday through friday so it's a full week segment so it's it, we're we're pretty we're pretty excited about that because we're going through four Marvel phases and then the last day we're gonna go through you know which ones we really liked and didn't like so yeah stay tuned because uh, basically what we're doing with that is we're not we're gonna try and still make it an hour per episode <clears throat> um, maybe it'll go over just a little bit just because that is something we are passionate about but Definitely. we're gonna try and keep it at an hour per episode. Um, mm-hmm. go through it in detail but also a little quicker but the fifth day we'll go back to maybe our favorite movie or two or TV show or whatever from exactly. each phase and talk about them in detail and why we love them so um, like you said that's going to be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday all the way through Friday uh, phases one through four and then our favorites so stay tuned for that super excited for that and um We'll see you guys tomorrow after this is posted, I suppose. Yes, sir. We'll see you guys on Monday. (laughs) All right. Sounds good. So this has been fun. Thank you guys so much for watching and or listening. And we will talk to you guys in the next one. See you guys. See you guys later.